listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. She was my high school sweetheart down from start when all I had was high hopes, my health, and my art. But when I got fame, she became a short. If I could feel, still feel the way when I came off tour, I said for sure. Because what God gave us, girl, I'm grateful. No need to be insecure, baby. Your niggas faithful. So now I'm off doing dates in the gang of states. And as my status elevates, I see the baddest ace at the backstage gate like, looking great straight, waiting for a nigga. So now I figure, hey, I only live once, so I'm going all out today. Made a call out to LA to say, what i had to say hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on uh it's wednesday mm-hmm. wednesday mm-hmm. night close to the end of the week for us get a day off tomorrow hopefully we'll yes. see what happens um but we are uh here to do some podcasting guys of course you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews appreciate it right takes the time out to do that uh not a lot of you've been doing it lately because you don't like us anymore or something i don't I know, know. Well, i mean y'all show enough y'all show enough found an email to get your holiday cards like <laughs> the blackout tips at gmail.com is blowing up with people's addresses and everything i hope everybody that asking for a holiday car has uh Love us a five star review. That'd be a uh, damn shame if they hadn't. I mean, it'd be a damn shame. You get a a, a happy Kwanzaa or whatever holiday we decide to do mm-hmm. a car, you know, because we love you and mm-hmm. you didn't want to put five on it. It'd really suck if uh you know I had to send somebody a lump of coal. But hey, that's just me, you know. Uh, you can also do stuff like uh go to our website, theblackoutist.com, vote in the polls become a premium listener um and a bunch of other stuff um leave comments on uh every post um and you know you don't have to email us for a holiday card you can also just email us the at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can leave voicemails throughout the week as long as they're two minutes or less 704-557-0186 and we play those on our feedback show um do our do official weapon and stuff the taser and unofficial sport bullet ball bullet ball extreme i'm doing this with my eyes closed guys how good i am with this shit okay i've been doing it for so long we are sponsored today by shadow doll productions as well shadow doll productions of course is a maker of fine handcrafted audio plays uh we actually are um scheduled to do another voice recording with them in uh january too so um, at any rate um you can uh find our albums karen and i have two albums out already where we do a bunch of voice acting um you can look for either the best of rod and karen or sunspot and other ratchetness you can find these on itunes uh amazon wherever you get music from on that you can find it on um uh spotify and title as well if you Mm want to just stream it um but the best of rod and karen and sunspot and other ratchetness are the titles and we appreciate everybody takes time out to listen to that we do and support shadow dog productions because that is one of the ways that we get revenue you know um all right let's get into what you guys really came here for okay it's time to recap the walking dead all right there's a lot of um stuff to happen this week this episode is episode six which means we only have two left until the fall break yes mm-hmm. yes we oh oh before, oh before we take off that break and they sometime next year yeah i like i like i think they like to come back and like after the super bowl so like march right um so yeah it, at any rate though we um we'll be you know we'll we got two more weeks and then we're out of here you know and i i don't know how we'll do the exact the timing of the uh reviews but we'll get it done for you next week should be fine but the week after it's PodCon. 
podcon so podcon.com you can go get tickets you can see us out in seattle um it's on december the 9th and 10th mm-hmm. um we'd love to see you there if you can't see us uh in person you can also see us virtually podcon.com also has virtual tickets where you can sign up watch us on panels watch us do our live show all that stuff um from the comfort of your mobile device or your home or your pc or your laptop um or tablets probably you know so um at any rate though um let's go ahead and get the recap in this joint um this one was called the king the widow and rick okay ah that's the name of this episode episode six season eight the walking dead i don't have the ratings for this uh though the ratings have been trending down lately you know they were down to like under eight for the first time in woo years yeah yeah like i don't even know if they start yeah they started under eight but that's the only time at any rate karen what'd you think about this episode oh i loved it i i it was a really really good episode i actually just enjoyed the walking dead and like i said i'm behind on the comics mm-hmm. but i actually really enjoy what they do with what they've done with the characters actually on the show more than the comic books yeah i'll tell you what i feel like um this episode was more of a building episode mm-hmm. than some of the other episodes in my opinion this one felt more like working up to big story moments that they want to have on episode eight um so this one while it was kind of filler i still was um excited by different elements of this episode like i i wanted to see michonne despite whatever the fuck she was doing it seemed like they just needed an excuse to get her back in some episodes which is fine um you know i wanted to see the junkticons again you know i love me some junkticons uh we got to go uh (laughs) <laughs> we got to go visit the the junk heap as i like to call right, it junk pal right uh and then um the, we also uh got some good gregory coonan up in there yes we did low-key gregory's coonan has become a top five thing about this show that i like uh that dude whoever that actor is i forget his name that dude is doing the lord's work with that part because uh like only larry david could do that part better he he is so awkward and bad and just petty and selfish and unable to hide it like it everything about that dude just says piece of shit and i fucking love that dude because of that um all right so let's get into breaking this down okay um take it uh i break i broke it into groups but the first scene you kind of have to do uh collectively so the first king is a the first scene is a montage of everyone getting notes from each other informing them of what the other people are up to right you know in an age with no internet no phones right this is one of the things where i feel like uh as your communities grow you almost have to have this and it's very old school letter writing you know essentially but you you have to ain't no such thing as fucking email you can't google nobody right and so in the montage the way they they do it is like they show like rick getting a letter uh no they show i don't know if they show rick getting a letter i know for i know they do show michonne receiving a letter carol receives a letter maggie receives a letter i i don't think rick could have received a letter because where he was at he did at the beginning when he was walking remember he popped open a microwave it was a note in there okay that was his note there you go karen was on top of it guys Mm -hmm. so i missed that part um Mm -hmm. at any rate everybody's getting letters from each other and it's telling it's informing them of what's up my favorite part is that it's in their voices so for me personally it was almost like 
a ken burns documentary <laughs> it was like dramatic readings of these these letters you know the only thing missing was them talking about you know we had rations of hard tack and ah! several men slept in a pig's bladder you know like that kind of shit but um at any rate um it was just like them saying like rick talks about taking out the saviors but they lost a lot of people in the battle maggie talks about having prisoners of war and she got to decide what to do with them uh carol talks about the how the kingdom soldiers all got ambushed and killed and it was over in a matter of seconds right Um, so she's basically uh talking on king ezekiel's behalf mm -hmm. um which is a huge thing right right because she gets this letter she's responding as if she's a leader because zeke is just sitting up in his room come on uh rick says the rest of the plan is still a go so one of the things i like about this season too as much as people talk shit about it these motherfuckers have a plan they are executing it it is a big plan it is an undertaking they built the saviors up so that it would take this kind of effort to stop them um and as of as of now the only true kinks in the plan have been jesus trying to do something with these prisoners of war other than that everybody seems to have executed the plan perfectly um at any rate um and like all things you know it's a tv show and some things will go right and some won't but for the most part uh, that other than gabe (laughs) and and (laughs) gabe and jesus the only people that fucked up the plan um anyway um he says they have zombies surrounding the compound wearing them down day by day and they have snipers outside so that if they open the door their snipers are instructed to shoot them but he also notes if they do open the door at the compound they have bigger problems than than uh than snipers and zombies like that means they are fighting inside because he knows probably through dwight how tenuous the relationship between the saviors and the actual inhabitants of the compound actually are uh and he says if this goes right uh in two days we're gonna meet at sanctuary and finish this and then he says this could be our last fight so rick is not only looking at this as we need to win this war because there's always gonna be people like this he's looking at it like because of this war in my opinion they have found friends they found other uh communities and one of the things i like about the walking dead is essentially it's about establishing it's about foreign diplomacy at its core you know and especially at this point and how do you rebuild a society when you have to certain things you have to learn to do again if you want to build a society now you can survive by yourself and just you know try to go it alone as long as you can but uh negan's right people are a resource rick realizes people are a resource um you know you need shelter you need food you need all these things and one of the best ways to build that is by community building and people working together and all this stuff and And trading and like you say it it almost sets a reboot on society Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things where in general most people even nowadays probably including myself would not know how to function if society decided to do a control off delete not right away right eventually but, but that's yeah. the thing that the whole show is basically about well you will learn this shit again somehow anyway yeah, all that shit your grandma and great grandma been telling you about herbs and all that shit because i i remember when i was younger my mom and them would tell me how you know uh, because they were poor out in the country you know when they brothers and sisters and stuff 
would get fevers how they would take certain leaves and plants and wrap them up in it and shit like that and how it would cause a fever to drop shit that i wouldn't know nothing about right um so and those people become more valuable again yes you know? they do at any rate um so the montage starts and then um the actual um you know the show basically starts with uh rick um rick goes to oh and i have this uh clip let me uh pull this up for you guys i'll put it on screen too okay because i know cam was gonna ask and i wasn't gonna forget yes i was um but uh yeah so rick goes to we'll start with rick and and i'll kind of come back to him at the end because that's how the, the episode ends but um we get rick arriving at the junk to cons where we left him he's he's at their dump uh and he's surrounded you know they do that thing like they saw him coming they open up this uh container which we don't see what's in it it's just dark they open up the the container and that's actually design the website you want with no creative limits no I thank think we you found out how to do it Go no, to I'm glad you did. No, i don't care nothing about your brinks.com all right that's that's <laughs> uh that's actually when the episode um music comes in when they open up that container and they don't show you what's in it we get to like you know yeah she's sitting out there butt naked all right um and yeah you get jadis who is making a new metal cat sculpture by hand as an artist in the nude but wearing an apron in front of everybody by the way just in front of i don't know what the junk the cons like they're such an interesting weird like 80s like they feel like they came out of blade runner or something they're just so weird i don't know and it's like i don't know mad max or mad max like i don't understand the structure of leadership the how they decide what to do why everybody has long haircuts any of that shit but at any rate um they basically inform her like rick's coming in and shit and rick does come in and um they have a conversation and rick apparently has learned to speak junkticon like he might as well be it's like learning how to speak job i guess it's ebonics he culturally appropriated they language i don't know when he had time to study but i'll play some of the conversation because i thought this was so cool I, or so funny i was laughing like shit at rick She says alone he says i am all right shot you grazed me shot you grazed me like why are they talking like grimlock what is happening like rick doing it too on the way to communicate quiet back after Heard the same thing i wanted before a deal trust you shot you 
You grazed me. I would have still been mad if you'd shot me. We kill your people. We killed some of yours, too. But we need you, and you need us. Trick. It's not. I could have come with my people. Taken this place. You know I have the numbers for that now. You saw it. Still. Now, he is right about that um because they only needed their help when they didn't think the kingdom would get involved right um but and they knew the hilltop was the people that originally needed help they didn't have any warriors and gregory wouldn't let them fight but now that he has the hilltop and the king kingdom with him he does have the and they saw it during the battle against because they were there against the battle against negan where they end up running mm-hmm. um they know that he could have shown up guns are blazing and just fucking took this shit um but at the same time i understand jadis's point of view if you're here by yourself or whatever how do i like why would i even respect that like i don't think that like maybe you're lying and you don't have the numbers you're just bluffing or some shit alone you need us to save you not anymore so she thinks he's coming to get them to help save them took down their outposts and rick pulls out the polaroids and shows everybody so that's why he's been taking them fucking pictures right i was like why the fuck is he just snapping all these goddamn pictures proof uh, of his deeds and the savior compound surrounded by zombies and all this shit and now i get it you know Negan and his people are trapped by walkers. Hundreds of them. Until they surrender. Or we end them. That's their choice. Now I'm giving one to you. Look, I get it. You take, don't bother. So you took Negan's deal. I'm here to offer a better one. My people will win. Your choice is to forget Negan. Switch sides again. And be a part of the next world that Alexandria, the hilltop, and the kingdom will build together. Or we destroy you. Threats and dreams. Dreams and threats. I don't know who this old opie looking ass nigga is he just came out of nowhere with that spoken word yeah felt like he was about to start going even further yeah i guess his thing was like you're threatening so we don't believe you basically mm. and we don't believe you because you're threatening mm. i can't tell all the subtext there i need him to keep finishing my people know i'm here and what they do next depends on what you do right now yes or no what's it gonna be no so then they escort him away and you know she says no oh my favorite line though is at the end right here talks too much (laughs) 
talks too much like nigga y'all use three words a sentence what are you talking everybody talk too much to y'all right um but yeah that's how that conversation went and they put him away so let's get to the other people and then we'll come back to rick at the end um all right so um and let's go to the kingdom carol goes up to ezekiel's castle slash home and says hey we promised to meet rick and the others uh to jerry jerry's out front right with, with his axe guarding the castle yes he is by himself looking rough hair looking not as moisturized i don't know what's going on oh, was he eating like you know he always eats something well he was eating later but not at the moment Mm-mm. and uh he needs uh she's like he need to zeke need to get the fuck out of here and gather up everybody that can fight and jerry tells her that zeke told him to go home like he ain't taking no visitors and he said i ain't i'm not going home this is what i do basically i'll stand out here and i guard the king right this is my job yeah jerry needs zeke to be king is even in a loss because that's the way that society out there functions and it's right. you know without him the people are kind of left in the lurch so um zeke doesn't answer the door after carol like knocks on it then she ends up storming off and uh young master henry is in the background and the whole time you see him practicing his bow staff like his brother mm-hmm. and um when she leaves it goes storming off upset obviously to uh, zeke uh <laughs> young master henry started following her behind her and she said no and don't follow me Hun, children look them little babies he loving some carol right they be dying leave carol alone she's like a grandmama that can kill everybody you know? <laughs> right uh young master henry uh then we later see him in the woods and he both staffing a couple zombies down real good but he's not killing them or nothing he's just like fighting them off it's very dangerous like a zombie could trip and just bite him on a leg or some shit and he's not strong enough to finish him off with the staff right like he play fighting them um yeah and so all of a sudden the zombies get shot in the side of the head he turns around and it's carol and she like the fuck you doing out in these woods little boy right like he's like i'm practicing i'm getting strong i'm gonna learn i'm gonna kill these zombies because you know I, I gotta avenge my brother basically and she'll she, he's like you need fighters you need people to go with you and she was like no you can't go with me and then he was like you have to go to the savior's compound by yourself which it sounded like she was gonna do and finally she's like you know because he's like i want to kill my brother i want to get revenge and she's like you know what take this gun because that's you ain't no good with that fucking stick Mm -mm. she's like you know how to use this and he said yeah i watch you train people she's like okay keep your safety on well until i tell you not to but uh come on and follow me we'll take you see some flowers um right i was like oh that little boy ain't going <laughs> but now nah, she's like come on follow me they go back um to zeke's castle she shows up with a shotgun this time and jerry is up there looking like he just finished off some cobbler he was holding a plate yes! of something and um she goes to shoot the door open and jerry's like yo the door's not locked <laughs> it's funny though because the assumption was that it was locked but she never even tried to open the door i went back and looked uh-oh. no she didn't because you would assume that if he's standing out there you're assuming that it's locked right, right? Well, why would you assume he was standing in front of an unlocked door carol goes into the theater where zeke is on that stage with where shiva and him used to reside and he has a throne and shit but he ain't even sitting in the throne y'all like he is too fucking through mm-hmm. 
he is he like on that justin timberlake cry me a river yeah like he is sitting like on the floor in front of the throne and it. he's holding shiva's chain yeah that really with, hurt obviously him. shiva ain't you know shiva ain't there no more so it's it only makes sense why he holding that damn chain mm-hmm. um just a remembrance right he just he just grieving just grieving over that damn tiger and, and all the people he lost of course you all know right. now he was still in his um ezekiel you know get up so i feel like even though he's saying he can't play the part no more i'm like you woke up this morning and put on your face you didn't work up like this no he didn't no so so regardless of how quote unquote you know he feels like he can't you know move on and grieving you if you took that much of an effort that means you you ain't 100 percent just gave up right that's how i was looking at it um because he's just not um i don't know it's like he's giving he's not um he's not completely given up Mm-mm. i'll put it that way Mm-mm. um at any rate he's hurting crush but he hasn't given up completely up right he's grieving he's grieving right. essentially um because the other thing i think if he truly had given up he would have left the community he felt that no obligation and felt like oh i'm so embarrassed i think he just leaves anyway um so she shows up and they have like this talk um well he basically says look i can't even fake like i'm their king anymore i'm just you know i can't do this and she was like you're their king you gotta be and he was like i said i was a king i played a part and i was shown that the stakes were were the people's lives and i still played that part and i knew and and he said it sarcastic he was like and yet i smiled like like what a dumbass he said i can't do it anymore i can't be what they need so please leave me alone and carol says uh she gets ready to leave and she gets goes up the steps and then she stops about halfway comes back and says why did you keep coming to visit me right because i remember when she lived outside the community in that house she alone was fine. she was doing just fine and this nigga used to show up with pomegranates every week like what up girl uh, let me slide in them dms you right. up um and he said it was my duty to make sure you're okay she says i was okay now why did you really come see me because right she's carol of course she was okay right and you knew she was okay she had survived that long by herself she was okay right and he said you just made me feel real not a fiction real right that's why he would kind of turn off for her mm-hmm. right like he just get there and start talking she's like i'm not buying this bullshit what, what are you really about so she said to him and this is like an emotional scene like she was crying which mm-hmm. uh she was like you are real to me to the kingdom these these people need their king to lead them and he says you you can lead them and she says it has to be you it, right it ha- it can't be her it got to be you Donald. right that's the other thing no one else can just walk out that castle with a like could you imagine it would have been hilarious if the next scene like he was like it ha- it, it could be you you could lead them if the next scene she walked out with a scepter and a crown and was like royal folks today we go to battle because you know she'd be a totally different queen and then he's a king right and it's one of those things too to where they don't believe in you they don't believe in her like they right. but they believe in you uh she says you inspired them to build this place to believe in something right. you have to help them grieve to move on to end this right. you owe them that henry needs you which we know he loved henry and she said those people need king ezekiel and if you can't be the king then do what you do best and play the part 
and then my favorite part of this she goes i have to act every day it used to bother me but this is who i am and i'm still standing right you just have to act like everything is normal until it is it's what you have to give them and he said i can't and then they cut away um so two things in this scene one we get the inside of carol because i think ever since she started breaking down last season and she didn't want to fight anymore she was having like ptsd she was marking down the number of people she killed there's been this thing where i'm like "Mm, so warrior carol is a mask for carol that is a survivor of you know this domestic violence this horrible relationship she lost her child um you know she used to not be a fighter she used to you know but now it's like she's the fucking bruce willis of the apocalypse right and and i do give them credit i know f- season two fucking drove me insane but you had to have her be like that in mm. order to reap the reward of who she is now yeah she was grieving her child yeah it, it drove me insane and we never like, got this in the comics no that's like they I took this a total different direction that i think is much better than carol in the comics yes sir um at any rate though they end up um she ends up uh you know not able to convince him so that was one thing was we did get to see a peek behind her because i when she was having that pts shakes and shit last year i was like is this for real or is this fake because she was trying to get out of the savior compound and stuff trick make them think she was weak but then she still was really struggling with killing more people then she really quit she didn't want to be attached to anybody because that means attachment means you got to kill for people too um and now she's back to warrior and i think she has found that thing where she's like if i have to put on a face of this brave tough woman that kills without any remorse and shit if that's what it takes to survive and to help the people that i love then that's just what it takes yeah and also i think uh carol has came to the uh conclusion that like she said it is what it is and you can't always run away and you can't always uh try to escape you know because that's why morgan came after her mm-hmm. you know because he's like nah you're not gonna run away you, you're not gonna escape the reality of of these things um and so the second thing is do you think she's falling for ezekiel because i couldn't tell in this scene for sure but it felt more like this this relationship is deeper than um even you know even in the last few weeks with her smiling and stuff it was kind of like she could just be laughing at this dude or just like excited that they might have a prospect of winning this war but is she like actually kind of softening on him and she because she used to be almost like low-key disgusted with this nigga and now it's like she really was i in this scene it's harder to convey but she wasn't angry at him and she wasn't like scolding him as much as she was like being empathetic towards him and being like come back because people need you because i do what i do because people need me so do you think she's falling for him i think it's a little bit of she's falling for him and she knows that she needs him because she went from somebody who i don't need a community i don't need nobody i don't need nobody and i think he literally just wore her down constantly coming around constantly giving her things you know and it got to the point to where I really do think, even though she know she understands that it's a mask, she all bought in. You know, with her smiling, because her attitude has changed ever since she's been at the kingdom. You know, I I personally think, my prediction is she's going to stay at the kingdom. You know, regardless of what happens, I, I don't think she's going to go back to Rick's in them group. Or if she does, she won't, like, stay and live and all that shit. 
i think that the kingdom is her new home in my opinion um i might be wrong but that's that's what i'm thinking because i think that she found a a a, a community that she can embrace uh more and i really do think that she meant what she said when she was like hey dog like you got to come back because like he's basically the light Mm -hmm. for the whole town and if you go out there's no telling what will happen to the rest of them like carol knows that she will be okay but she knows a whole community of people that won't know what to do i wonder if that dude gonna call back in and dead swing to us what we missed in this scene <laughs> did you notice the tiger chain <laughs> was hanging to the left and y'all didn't even say that see that's what makes me upset about the way I, y'all I didn't do the realize that. it might have who knows you know i wish y'all could just pick up everything y'all don't pick up everything sometimes and i get so frustrated <laughs> for this free shit um so uh also uh back let's go to alexandria this is a long one um michelle gets in the car to leave um and we know she's just taking like that horrible beating like falling out of the tower thing so she's still healing up which is why she didn't go to um to the savior's compound with rick and them and also because she's filming black panther at the time come on and apparently <laughs> avengers i seen her in that trailer y'all uh so rosita uh sees michonne getting in the car to go uh she's like what you doing michonne's like i gotta go i gotta go see the the savior compound the sanctuary for myself and rosita's like why and um take me with you 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 all beat up and shit you can't go by yourself and she's like rosita you just got shot you healing from your gunshot and she's like well then that's even more reason we should go together right like and rosita looking like bitch out of everybody here if i let you leave and i don't go with you or tell somebody it's gonna be a big ass fallout like you are the one person that just can't go missing (laughs) so they both drive off together um daryl um meanwhile approaches tara they have a conversation she says that he was right about not killing dwight because dwight is being useful uh which is funny because we know that in actuality it's only rick that kept dwight from getting killed because daryl wanted to kill that nigga forever um (laughs) so uh she says that uh when it's over she wants to kill dwight herself and daryl says well maybe it can be you and me both and maybe we don't have to wait so long so they got some type of plan cooking yeah they're going against the grain so we'll see how that goes you know what's interesting is vengeance in this show it's so real because like i know people get sick of it but like you know as a macro versus micro situation characters would fuck up the plan because like i want to kill this dude i don't really care about the big plan y'all will figure something else out i just don't like this nigga and he killed uh tara's girlfriend so you know she been holding that against him and she's been way more savage this season she wanted way more savage she wanted to kill pow's like she is and she's convinced you know she told morgan he wasn't wrong when he was about to kill those men in cold blood at the tree so um at any rate um uh they they cut to rosita who is driving now so they must have been driving for a while and maybe michelle got tired of maybe it was an editing error i don't know but rosita's driving now she asked michonne why she needs to see the sanctuary and she basically says that you know she's worried for everyone 
and she has to see that the plan of the sanctuary is working that they really did surround the walkers because she didn't get to see it which completely makes sense yeah and she's used to being on the battlefield right in the front line so she's like like, reading this letter don't mean shit yeah she's like i can't turn off the alarm in my head until i see it and go back then i can go back home and they uh rosita's like thinks about for seconds like that's fine that that that, that's what it takes and then they uh hear some music playing in the background in the distance and this opera loud opera music and michelle was like stop the car and rosita was like i don't that sound i'm listening to i don't think it can reach the sanctuary um but michelle says me either but we don't know like maybe it can maybe it can't we don't know where the sound's coming from we know that somebody's making sound maybe they're trying to draw walkers away from the sanctuary making a loud ass noise right and last time we checked folks ain't loud for no reason so they decided to get out the car and go check for themselves Mm -hmm. like a horror movie of course because when they walked out it was like very open i was like y'all gonna get fucked up Mm -hmm. um and we didn't know what they were walking into right they didn't either so they see a building after they walk through a clearing and it's a building with loud music playing inside and they pull out their guns to go walk inside meanwhile uh in the woods outside of alexandria we see a zombie that is stuck in a trap there's a paper there's a plastic bag tied to the branch of a tree it's trying to grab the plastic bag because it's blowing in the breeze and then um it's the zombie impels itself on like a branch trying to reach the plastic bag and the same homeless dude from earlier this season that carl saw and gave some food to even after his dad uh shot at the dude as a warning shot and carl was like we could have recruited him and you know rick's like he could have been a savior fuck that shit (laughs) so you know we don't know really what he is so um that homeless dude shows up and stabs the zombie in the back of the neck kills it yeah clearly this is an elaborate trap of some kind that he set up to kill the zombie that was my first thing i was like okay it's something special about this zombie like why is he killing it you know what's going on with this dude well the reason we're watching this is because carl's watching it and fetty carl is out there and he's like hey remember me I left you some food. My dad shot at you, but it was warning shots. They shot over your head. Right. And um, they exchange names. We find out this guy's name is Sadiq. And Carl gives him some more food and water. Sadiq has a knife the whole time. You know, obviously worried that might be an ambush or a trap of some kind. Yeah, because he's looking around to be sure nobody else is out there. Yeah, and after Carl gives him the, the some sardines and some water that he scavenged, Sadiq drinks that water down fast as shit. I'm like, you lucky it ain't poison right but it also tells you how desperate he must be right probably been out there for days who knows how long it's been since carl was out last out there right uh sadiq asked him why and carl says because of the stuff sadiq said about his mom in that episode where he was like my mom always said you know be nice to the traveler he is kind to the traveler da, 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 da. so sadiq takes the water thanks carl carl says i I'm, I'm glad i found you which sadiq realizes oh you've been looking for me specifically why are you looking for me and he asked him the three questions which we all know from seasons past the three questions are the questions you ask when you're recruiting to see if some you want someone to join your group and he says how many walkers have you killed sadiq says 237 i said sign this nigga up recruit him like you are horrible and you are trying to get him to come to school he's at the top of the recruiting class. he gotta be at the top of the recruiting class gotta be 
carl said 237 you sure about that he was like give or take maybe i mean i might be a couple off but two around that my number 237 he said how many humans are you killed he said one he said how he said why uh why did you kill him he said because sadiq's like the dead ate, basically ate him but didn't kill the dude so i basically had to kill him to put him out of his misery right um and Carl asked Sadiq about the walker trap and he's like is this how you be killing all these walkers with these traps and shit and um Sadiq says that's only part of it also it's because his mom thought that killing the walkers freed the souls of the dead and Carl says that like wouldn't that make surviving harder you stopping and killing random walkers all the time to free their souls and he was like I don't know but you have to honor your parents and Carl said, nah, because if I honor my parents, if I honor my dad, yo, I wouldn't even be talking to your ass right now. Come on. And uh, later, Carl and Sadiq run across a few walkers who are eating a deer, which this trope right here in The Walking Dead bothers the shit out of me because I'm like, you can't catch a, a fucking wild deer in just regular life as a human with smarts and intelligence like you gotta shoot a deer kill it from downwind and all this type of shit all right <laughs> and, and somehow in the z-pock zombies just walking up on deers and eating them and deers just cool with it like oh shit like anyway they was having like a zombie buffet on this motherfucking deer and carl stops pulls out his knife and says for your mom and him and sadiq run up on the zombies and start killing them and are you connected to the internet oh shit am i not i don't know i'm not all right my it might just be me oh i guys can you see me they can okay i saw you too for a second too yeah they see me okay well, this is my computer i shut it down i don't know I was no talking. you were on i saw you yeah but okay then anyway all, of a sudden it was like, all right we'll see so. when karen gets back on um so sadiq um and carl killed the zombies and of course this is like this is what i say when i say this episode is like a filler and it's a kind of a building episode and you know i understand how people could be disenchanted with this episode it seems like this it took them like three to five minutes to kill these zombies they didn't have to kill when they could have just walked back to alexandria asexually and like they don't do a great job of it carl ends up falling down getting pushed by the walkers and you know he only got the you know one eye and shit and they almost get bit and he shoots a couple in the head to save himself and sadiq kills some walkers um and then uh when they get done and of course carl ends up messing up his play clothes falling all in the blood just like his damn daddy uh can't stay clean for for five minutes nope and um uh at the end at the end of all this shit after carl falls into the nasty ass deer carcass and shit he gets up and sadiq says like why are you doing this and carl's like man because you know we need to um do a different way and he's like what if we get back to camp sadiq's like if i get back to y'all's base your dad show up and kill me you know like i you know i can i, I don't have to come back with you it's okay yeah he was like i don't want to cause no problem yeah carl says you know my dad didn't want you there but sometimes kids have to find their own way basically saying like i'm gonna invite you back and i was like it's gonna be funny if rick shows up pulls out that big ass gun shoots sadiq right in the head and be like carl what the hell you know but mm-hmm um at any rate um you know they they are gonna go back to alexandria together that's the last we see of them um and then uh rosita and michonne run up to the 
the building it turns out to be a big warehouse full of just weapons and various things um i'm I'm assuming it's one to save your spots right and we hear two people talking there's only two it's a man and a woman uh, the dude's name was leo i forget the black woman's name i don't know but like i said probably one of some of the few people that survived that attack well we actually find out the answer to that oh okay yeah um so um Rosita and michonne run up and the two saviors are talking loud as hell giving all the backstory that you need for <laughs> for the show because they don't think nobody in there and they got to play this loud ass music why would anybody sneak up on us well also because it's the writers and the writers are going to give us the pertinent information right like they're not sitting in silence or anything they're like you know literally being like we got this truck out here to make noise and draw people away draw the zombies away from the savior compound and you know why we came listen you know they were like we saw that rv from rick and it was parked out front and because they were out scavenging or whatever so they weren't there when the attack happened so they mm-hmm. got to see the aftermath and okay. they, they say that later but um yeah so they saw you know the the rv from uh what was that man old man's name uh that died got his leg bit oh what's his name you know he ain't never gonna kill nobody yes anyway uh, i want to say uh, start with a d or some shit yes it's not daryl um dale dale yes. okay so dale. they saw dale's exploded rv and he w- and leo was putting together the pieces like i think they crashed the gate i think they blew up their own rv because she was like oh you know negan probably blew that thing up she, he was like no they blew it up he said she was like so you think it was a battle he was like it was definitely a battle they definitely had to shoot out this is part of their plan but they don't know about the fat lady is what they were calling that truck with all the speakers on it basically saying they this is a contingency they must have planned for to move hers and shit they you, you get Which the truck something they always use you turn up the music you draw the walkers away correct then you can like you know get your compound back um and you know rosita and michonne are overhearing this as they're like stealthily moving through the warehouse which has all these shelves and shit and michonne pulls out her uh i think she put out her gun first she pulls out her gun and of course she uh is not in tip-top shape anymore no she's been she's been badly beaten right not paying attention and they're a little rusty she steps on or like kind of kicks a tennis ball that they got set that just was in case set. any zombies walk up on them right that's what i assumed it was they you know it's basically an early warning system of zombies or something so i doubt they were playing tennis in there and ah! the ball rolls towards right towards where the saviors are both of them and both of them like snap the action like pull out their guns start looking at the boxes looking for what's going on rosita gets spotted and they start shooting at her and the um the savior dude leo um was walking around whistling and shit you know ready looking you know looking for him and michonne ends up fighting the black woman savior rosita gets shot at and literally runs and just loses her gun y'all yeah like this is that shit dropped like she was a little kid out there that was hilarious like when it's like when they want to just do some like ridiculous inconsistent writing on this show this is the kind of shit they do she's a beast and all of a sudden she just whoops like they just didn't want it to be a simple kill or whatever so they had to make it oh no the same thing they did with carl and the fucking zombies in the woods like gotta have a little drama like you're not gonna kill them this way so what are you doing but right 
anyway uh she just fucking throws her gun doesn't get hit or nothing no she doesn't and she ends up taking like a something out of a box and throwing it across the warehouse to try to draw the attention away and the black woman ends up fighting michonne black on black crime y'all and um (laughs) while they were fighting the black woman yells out to leo the the dude that says hey i got both of them just go i got them just go get the truck and get out of here so we can save negan and them that's the most important thing and um she you know she says leo get your ass to the sanctuary leave leave them to me and rosita while you know the dude is running around or whatever looking for has found a fucking rocket launcher and the dude comes out and pulls the old classic like you doing with that little girl you know you ain't about to and then she blow his ass up and it was so good it was i was like oh you ain't you got the wrong one like we done seen her make homemade dynamite bombs dog mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so good nah, now me you just said that i'm like yeah you right but not her right ah! he said baby girl you're not gonna use that thing man she blew him up the fuck up call of duty style yeah she did she indeed used that thing yeah she hit that left trigger right trigger a and blew his ass up so while this explosion happened michonne who you know she had got her gun knocked out her hand she was having a sword fight against this woman with a pipe and she was in no shape or condition to fight this woman the woman noticed right away like "Ooh, baby you just took a beating didn't you like you look sore you know and so this explosion happens of the dude blowing up all over the gym i mean over the warehouse right and the black woman uses this to escape right because they both look which means yeah you know neither one of y'all but i just she's not watching you but you're watching her so you see oh she ain't paying me no attention so she runs she ran got in the truck what's most important is getting the truck away so they can lead the herd away from negan save the rest of their people well uh she drives off and uh michonne and 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 rosita are like fuck we was too slow right and you you, you shot the rocket launcher right they already shot the rocket launcher there's no way to to stop her and of course uh while she's driving off she gets hit by a big ass garbage truck right and it's smooth came out of nowhere out of nowhere y'all like just black out right um and it's the dart truck is driven by daryl and tara who daryl gets out immediately shoots up the passenger the driver's seat of the truck right. with the speakers She's like what you ain't gonna do is make it survive and they both ask like what y'all doing out here um and it's extremely convenient type of writing i is no reason for them to have met at that scene there's no reason for daryl and them to know about the truck or to hit it to know to hit the truck or any of that shit but somehow they do and um they you know because apparently our little group of sjw's are the deadliest motherfuckers in the z-pock even when they're not working together yeah they's like the truck with speakers fuck that right boom <laughs> it wasn't even a plan Mm-mm. like how they know that wasn't have been uh michonne in there driving you know well she just took that l today anyway um they asked why they're out there tara and um and daryl asked that of them and uh rosita and michonne said they basically out there to see the sanctuary yeah then i was like what is you doing out here right and they said you know we gotta save rick come with us um all right so then hilltop let's do that then we'll finally get back to rick um and hilltop aaron arrives takes the baby out of his car you know we saw that much so now enid knows where babies come from 
gay men drive up to you in a car and they give you a baby she was like oh maggie the baby's here your baby wish it was that easy uh maggie sees jesus feeding the pow's and she is with gregory and she comes out and she's pissed she's like hey you giving away our food and he's like look we had a bumper crop of turnips nobody wants to eat them right Would, like like just let these niggas have turnips right versus letting that shit spoil and maggie is pissed that jesus would even feed them especially when he wasn't using you know multiplying loaves and fishes or nothing he was just <laughs> giving away turnips and um you know you gotta be hungry as shit to eat a raw turnip come on and some of the dudes was eating them but of course jared the I'm asshole was like i don't want no raw turnip Ugh, i demand caviar or whatever and jesus gave him a turnip anyway and then gregory was such a dick he let the turnip roll on the ground like i said i don't want turnips you know uh gregory who's with maggie says he doesn't call jesus jesus he calls him paul and he's like i don't think that's his name what paul no paul is his name okay because he still be calling maggie the wrong name on purpose though yes margaret is probably her name and it's probably and maggie is what you use it for short he does that to take away power it's like he's one of those he's just a fucked up asshole he's just nagging people all the time um so anyway he's like paul the god this is ridiculous you we need to build a gallows and do what we need to do you know and he's one of those people that also doesn't even have the heart to say it and you know he ain't got the heart to actually kill some people come on if you said okay we'll build the gallows now you go hang these people yourself he wouldn't do it come on but he would want somebody else to do it so he can kind of quote unquote keep his hands clean right he'd be like jesus y'all here and you know goddamn loaves and fishes what is happening out here right and um uh maggie says greg go your ass inside and ina says come with me and they go inside the fence ah! and then uh they talk to him like he's five before he leaves he turns to maggie and goes you know i'm right and uh you know my thing at this time i was thinking like why the fuck do you even have him around maggie why you have him attached to your hip like if you're gonna be the leader lead fuck him right uh and then um outside the fence maggie says listen you put me in this situation jesus by bringing these people here and he's like so you gonna kill him she said every option on the table like i ain't saying i'm gonna kill him but i gotta consider everything and um he, he uh she says we have to end this in negan and jesus says we do but we have to make sure what's left is worth what we lost right um in gregory's old office maggie's sitting at the desk holding glenn's watch um gregory is talking just leaning up against a bookshelf and he's talking about how like it isn't easy is it huh leading everybody telling you what to do because that's not they never they don't understand which i'm like isn't that what you're doing gregory you're not the leader no more what you trying to tell her what to do and maggie says you know what uh leading ain't hard it's easy for me not to sell out the hilltop to the saviors and i was like ooh, bars uh and then he was like actually i wasn't selling the hilltop out i was saving lives and i was doing it without anybody getting killed like i in his mind he was like i was stop stopping a violent upright stopping from being violence uh <laughs> Well, she's like, nigga, you a traitor. You know, you just did that snake ass shit to save your own skin. Right. You wouldn't have cared that they came up there and slaughtered everybody. Right. And he said, he's coming in his mind. He's like, I know that you have me in this room. And I'm in this room right now with you because you don't trust yourself to make the hard decisions. And you know that I will. You need somebody in your ear that's going to tell you what the right thing to do. And he's like, you need to kill these people. 
it was like um you don't need to have and she said no you just here so i can keep an eye on you come on which is when i was like oh because when he was out there at defense with her and then she made him go in with enid i was like why the fuck you have him around but that does make sense i wouldn't let him out of my sight either if i decided that he was staying within the fence then that meant that means he can't fucking he don't nothing like i need to see you at all times because your scammy ass would do some scammy ass type shit and and leave us all to die quickly you know with no remorse before you left before right like i don't trust him for as far as i can see him or throw him or any of that shit right you left don't nobody know where you are they fucking have planned this out for weeks probably that's probably how long you was up at there to save your compound and shit uh waiting on what you call to come back and all that shit because he said he waited on it so who knows how long that time frame is and basically maggie has take maggie has taken over and ran shit and next time they see you you go well you need to back down bitch if you don't get out of here right you sold people out before and i wouldn't put it past him scheming with someone trying to usurp maggie trying to have yeah, her killed you're probably gonna get up with old crazy dude to turn the turn up down jared yeah i can see him doing a lot of shit so trying to survive because he's a coward right so and um maggie bought up a good point when she's talking about cowards she was like cowards are scared and they're very dangerous mm-hmm um and so we also know that from the past maggie knows how dangerous a coward is like right. she ain't so she's not playing about this shit um and then he says you can't have wolves wandering around the sheep as simple as that and then um later on that night and i'm when she said that shit i was at home like nigga you the wolf but anyway right later on that you can't have wolves around the sheep oh woo! i'm, I'm sorry did that <laughs> did I that come out did i just say that uh, can i did i didn't call my fur so that's on save your name i mean save your name alden who gets some speaking lines this episode uh and he talks about to jesus uh it's late at night they're outside the fence all lot sitting up against this wall this post and keep in mind now it's nighttime jesus looks out and you can hear the zombies in the distance in the woods Mm -hmm. and i think jesus kind of thinking like this is an untenable situation we can't have these dudes out here forever we can't protect them we can't put resources to this at all times and what if zombies attack and now these niggas are behind us it's a lot of shit that could happen out there right um and jesus takes a look inside the fence and sees that they're building something inside and keep in mind gregory told them earlier to build some gallows so they could basically execute these men inside the the camp um and uh he's like don't even waste the bullets just hang them or you know whatever right so then um this dude a alden that's his name alden starts speaking up and he talks about hey man i just met up with these saviors they fed me they wanted me to build a fence for their compound i did that and now look at me i'm here about to get killed like i don't deserve this basically and jesus is like um you can stop talking to me now don't pretend that any of us are innocent and alden was like what'd you say your name was jesus well jesus i'm not an angel never said i was no such thing and then they cut to commercial or whatever um after you see the zombies growling in the woods and jesus looking kind of worried the door opens the next morning and jesus is told to bring the pow's inside the fence and alden's like you still not worried and because <laughs> he i think they're expecting to be hung or killed or whatever 
and instead they walk in and there's a fucking like a pen like a holding pen inside that they've basically rudely constructed um and uh it's just like a pen with fencing and all this stuff to keep the prisoners inside and jesus starts smiling because i think in his mind he's like oh cool we're not just about to summarily execute these motherfuckers so i'm happy firing squad and shit right um and so maggie says basically look we built this pen to hold these prisoners we don't want any fucking bullshit uh matter of fact i don't play this audio let me uh play it for, is it showing in the chat yes it is still not worried maggie says to bring them in Two at a time. Starting now, we'll keep the prisoners here. We'll feed them. We won't mistreat them. But we won't stand for anything less than total cooperation. Uh, Margaret, all, all due respect, uh, I'm just straight shoot. So, of course, Gregor got to say something now i swear like larry david would have said something too um couldn't let it ride right and i did notice two by two you know jesus the art all the stuff i get it um but one of the things i you know i was thought was interesting in this was um it don't it's not like this this is this is hastily constructed this is like the cell in alexandria right you know uh, morgan built built with cement and shit and right this could easily be a security risk come on nobody's trained for holding these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. you know what's the real plan if something pops off right all this shit so yeah uh but gregory of course has to say something here we can't let people we don't trust run around inside our walls you're right gregory in fact i couldn't stop thinking about what you told me yesterday you see, I grew up on a farm. I know all about sheep and wolves. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, Gregory. I like, so she basically had two people get ready to throw this nigga inside the pen with the saviors. Um, one of the things I loved about this is one of the people throwing him in is the Asian dude that he lied on uh, two weeks ago. Right. Um... <laughs> And so they go in to throw him in the, the pen. This guy used to lead this this community. Now, guys, when I say the Coonan was mwah, magnifique, it was hilarious. This is some top quality A class Coonan that this actor is about to do here, and it's so oh, good. This oh. nigga acted his ass off. Oh, you serious, Alberto? Wait, this this can't. Wait, calm down. No, don't tell me to calm down. I'm not gonna go in there. You can't, Maggie. Look, just do it. Stop, just for a minute. Oh, you notice he called her Maggie that time, right? Come on. And no more Margaret, right? Try to show some respect. Oh, please, God, no, God. <laughs> he hit his head on the post. 
Yes, they didn't even fuck him up. He fucked himself up. Fight with them. It's funny every time. <laughs> Ryan. Of course, Jared over there laughing. So a woman goes to lock, get ready to lock the fence. She holsters her gun, but she doesn't even snap the thing on it. Um, but because this fence is it's so hastily constructed, you can literally reach through there and like grab her gun because there's no, enough room for a hand. Right. You know that's why I don't. I think this is a tenuous situation at best. You know. Uh, anyway, Jared sees this and goes and tries to grab her gun. He gets hit upside the head by Maggie. <laughs> Oh, honey. You're gonna get these people killed. Well, you already got some people killed, didn't you? Jared, just... <clears throat> she hit him again, but Jared always saying the extra. Hey. Thank you. And Alden, I think we're supposed to feel like Alden's the good savior in this situation. Now, we've seen saviors put on mask of i'm just trying to help and shit and then just turn around and be like and i want to kill babies and eat them so i don't know what to think about the dude um but yeah he you know he later does come up to jared uh in the fence and we have another scene so we'll see don't make me regret it or you will and then maggie walks off all right so um after that scene we go uh we come back to the hilltop and maggie is back um in her um um in her office um and um oh i'm sorry before we even get there jared they they get another scene later on in the pen and Gregory is laying down still where he fell blood bleeding on the side of his head I looking mean, disillusioned he's a hot mess right all the scheming and got him caught up right talking, nobody's messing with him though right talking shit about them and then you end up in there with them right so he's scared that they might try to attack him like he don't know what the fuck to do right and um alden sees jared trying to cut his ropes with a rock and once again they didn't couldn't secure everything you know so, anyway um he knocks the rock out of jared's hand and says you already screwed up once i don't want you to get us all killed and jared says you think they're gonna kill us just keep it together and this place will be all ours so i don't know if alden is um with the shits or not i don't know you know because it don't seem like it but you know the show he could be the nice guy that's a psychopath or he could really be like when they do figure this war shit out maybe he'll be on their side and be one of the people they can work with within the compound i don't know yeah we will see and it's one of those things where gregory's gonna play a role believe you mean yeah they try to set alden up for something but uh yeah maybe that'll be how they get out kill gregory or something you know and then they'll come in to see what the commotion's about i just don't trust it i don't think people have training i don't think they're really ready to kill them on a minute's notice so i think it's just a terrible idea um to have pow's but you know if you're not gonna kill him you have to figure something else out and like i say i understand you know with war but jesus is like hey after all the shooting done what are we gonna do we got to learn how to get along right. or else we're gonna be fucking fighting forever 
and maggie's office aaron is talking about losing eric and it's very like sad and he's with mm-hmm. enid and maggie is holding that baby that aaron brought in and she's basically like look because uh, he was like does this feeling ever stop does it go away she was like nope um and she says she know how you feel you never get over it right um but you just keep moving on and jesus walks in and thanks maggie for letting the pow's inside the fence like thank you for not killing them and forgive you know like holding them in there and all this stuff and she was like uh don't thank me she's basically gets up it's like it was so gangster she like gets up while holding a baby looks out the window you know with her back to jesus she's like don't thank me we might need them as a bargaining chip if the savers don't want them back then we can't let them live like we might have to kill these niggas anyway right because and it's one of those things with to an extent i understand i understand both perspectives but her things like hey do you really think that a lot of them are gonna be down with just working with us like you might have a handful but the bulk up most of them gonna be like fuck y'all just like people just like people in this group is probably upset that you even allowed them in here they're gonna be upset too because people have died on both sides uh, well see the other thing is we don't know jesus's quote-unquote backstory no but we know that maggie how she lost glenn to negan like i don't think she's soft or softening she's trying to find a way but leading is hard and you can't be what jesus is saying where you just gotta turn the other cheek or you know uh you know that all life is precious shit type thing gotta be a balance yes and her balance is like we if they're useful to us we can keep them for a little bit but you know if we can't use them as a bargaining chip now they might be able to because negan believes you know people are resource and shit correct uh but she's like if, if other than that like i'll kill these motherfuckers in a heartbeat fuck them and i'm like yeah jesus you ain't lose nobody to them so it's easy for you to just at least from what we know maybe we'll find out later that the person they killed hilltop was some kid to jesus but he was very flighty with hilltop he said he didn't really stay there when he first was showing up he you know like i think he's only committed to that that place now because of maggie's leadership and right the fact that there's a different way going but he's always been like flighty and shit until now so yeah i just thought it was interesting how they did that um and then uh but yeah she's like we might have to kill these motherfuckers and i can't let them live live and then aaron gets in his car to leave enid sees him runs out there asks where he's going and he says to make sure we win enid go enid says i want to go with you and she he says grab your stuff and some food we might be gone a while i wonder where they're going i was thinking maybe oceanside Cause that's the only other community they haven't been to in a while it's a long way away we know that you know it took a couple of days for um tara and um heath to get out there who we still haven't seen and now that you know 24 failed i feel like that nigga should be able to come back yeah, and i hope the ocean did something to that wig <laughs> he gonna come back with a full fro come on i mean the ocean yes the ocean will give you a full fro you like i had to get my my hair situation right baby before mm-hmm. i could come back to camp right um but yeah i want to see i hope he comes back because I, I you know i know a lot of people weren't feeling his hair shit and i get that but i mean it's a running joke I mean, yeah yeah the actor's excellent but that hair that yeah that hair is terrible but come but on. i did want to see him come back you know mm-hmm. um, i think he will and we least expect that he just gonna pop up you wanna what the fuck nigga where you come from so last thing before we wrap up the episode rick uh after offering the junk to cons all this shit 
uh at the judge Con compound at the at the at the garbage heap at the uh, I, I don't know you know what we're calling it the junkyard <laughs> that's the only thing that can make it better if all the junkicons actually talk like sanford and son characters that would be better but uh but what's going on you jive sucker <laughs> get on out of here you old fish eye fool i don't want to work with you anyway right <laughs> that is hilarious elizabeth i'm coming to join you yes elizabeth i'm sorry go ahead karen <laughs> no problem my thing uh with uh enith and uh what you call it leaving mm. aaron leaving yeah. i'm like uh y'all do know that mackie will immediately know y'all niggas is gone mm-hmm. like y'all think y'all just gonna bounce and it not be a problem and it not be an issue and sometimes when people break break uh like this you're like y'all do know y'all are very valuable people to the communities that you actually are leaving to do your own shit mm. that's gonna matter she gonna wake up tomorrow because you know um enid's like her right hand person mm-hmm. you know like and aaron is very important too so yeah she gonna wake up tomorrow and be like what the fuck possibly i don't know what's you know i don't know to you they doing this and not telling her unless allies in your hilltop you know is is bad but maybe they are going to do something that will win the war you know yeah but but this is a situation now see this is what i think happens and this is like that writing shit the writers don't want to tell us flat out like what they're going to do they want us to be surprised with whatever enid and and aaron go to do right correct um but they could have written a scene where they tell maggie but we just don't know like when she's like well then like maybe even in that scene with jesus they could have been walk like right before he walked in she could have been like well you we got to do it if that'll help us win and then jesus walks in you know so we don't as an audience we don't know but at least we know they communicated it oh they may have we just don't know right Right. but but i'm saying like i think the writers do stuff like that so that we'll be surprised as an audience at home like Mm. oh we don't know what they're going to do you know uh, no one knows you know as opposed to like they could have written that scene a little different if if, i mean and maybe it will come up and it is important that maggie doesn't know and this will be a big thing i don't know but yeah it does feel weird that enid who's been maggie's right hand woman uh not so much aaron but enid would have at least been like you know i gotta go but at the same time what, it, what lessons has enid learned like enid's watched a lot of grown women be like i'm out you know enid's very you know um headstrong she does what she wants basically mm-hmm. she believes in herself um which we've always known you know even from the jump in alexandria when people thought she was a traitor and shit but she was the main one being like nah this shit ain't gonna go well and when y'all get killed by the, the whoever i don't want to be here for it <laughs> you know uh anyway um so back at the junk con uh thing uh motherfucking daryl tara michonne and rosita roll up in that big ass garbage truck and they pull out by binoculars and they look inside the compound and uh they're like what's the plan and daryl just says um we um because rosita and michonne like what you need us for and he says to end this thing right now and in the heap inside you see jadis writes an a with a circle on the con- on a container and inside that container is rick who is naked and tied up 
and he looks through the hole in the door and then just lays his head back and that's the end mm-hmm. only thing i needed him to say was they don't know they're fucking with the wrong people but yeah <laughs> go ahead Karen. and uh like i said i might be wrong but it wouldn't surprise me if that has some connection with terminus yeah yeah i mean that's the thing though um sometimes the show also likes to do shit like that like it don't really have anything to do with like we won't find out that these guys are from terminus we won't like but they'll just write that a down it's like because it was in this episode in that episode uh amc shows do that a lot breaking bad does that a lot um it's actually one of the things i don't like about when shows i don't like when shows do that you know when it's like 17 things you didn't know about breaking bad did you know the, the color design on this shirt looks like the rug in the office of this sh- scene i'm like, like i don't give a fuck I'm like it doesn't add anything to the story though it's not right. clever it's just a it's like y'all purposely looked for a coincidence but it's not actually clever right it's not an easter egg or anything but Mm-mm. anyway i i wonder if it's that or or if, like you said maybe they do have a connection to terminus and we'll find out uh what are you looking forward to next week Carl and him getting back. Carl and Sadiq. Yeah, because even if Rick's not there, it's still gonna be a problem with him rolling up there with a random stranger. Mm. Even you know, because everybody was like, "Bitch, who is this? And why did you bring him here?" Um, even without his daddy, somebody, somebody gonna question that. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see uh what happens with uh Eugene and gabe because you know gabe is still up there mm-hmm. um to see if they find out about dwight and mike mag is the least pregnant pregnant woman i've ever seen like i can't believe gabe is stressing about getting that doctor back to hilltop when she don't look she out there just doing whatever she want to do mm-hmm. she basically like serena beating people ass with the pregnant belly uh come on uh, and nobody knew it till she was like yep uh apparently my baby already won a uh australia open so right um yeah i'm looking forward to all that too i think i'm mostly looking forward to um what is the rescue plan to get rick no they got the garbage truck like is that gonna come into play do they let garbage trucks in i don't know they they definitely got to go get rick right is something in the garbage truck are they just gonna ram the front door like i don't know what the you know what they're gonna do but i want to see how rick gets out of that situation um but that's about it for me is what i'm looking forward to um you know uh that yeah that's about it for me um and they did announce this week morgan is a character that will be on fear the walking dead now fear the walking dead is a prequel so a lot of people have been asking like oh what do you think they're gonna do is he gonna be like when he just left and i'm like no it's gonna be how he was before he probably even met rick which was you know or maybe Ah. or maybe it'll even be the because he it did pop off when rick was in a coma so it could either be that or it could be after he met rick and his wife and daughter and and son turned to zombies and got killed and what what did he do after that point because you know he may not have turned straight to um you know straight to just uh deadly kill everybody clear uh crazy man right uh the other thing i'd be interested in seeing one lenny is a fucking great actor Mm -hmm. uh i think this process it seems fucked up though because because they want to keep a secret which they have you know i understand why they want to keep a secret 
they don't even tell the actors until the last minute so they basically he found out basically when we found out that he was going so he was on live on talking dead and he even looked kind of like bewildered like i guess i'm gonna be doing that now yeah you know because he didn't know you know and i'm like it's not the show's fault really it's not his fault it's but it's in a weird way it's kind of fans fault because we're so gluttonous and we're so like looking for every secret and websites and media spoil every fucking thing that's why i don't know so the only way to keep people from not like shitting on every decision you make because once they find out they just can't wait to shit on it you almost have to wait to surprise them at the last minute i mean you look at like game of thrones like spoilers have become a huge thing the things they had the tricks they had to do to keep people from knowing that it was glenn and abe dying right you know and there were still people trying to walk around spoiling that like Mm -hmm. these websites spoil shit so fast right there should be there's an amount of credit that has to be given to them as a as a as a staff and an organization that they were able to keep this secret it's just sad that the only way they do it is to tell an actor last minute hey so you're gonna be going uh to the fear of the walking dead which maybe they want to do maybe they don't right and it don't mean he won't come back to the walking dead right and he still has story to finish on this season of the walking dead Mm -hmm. you know and maybe we're about to watch him die or something which could be possible we're gonna watch him die and then they'll be like oh cool get bonus morgan the actor still gets to kind of go on in this other role uh for however long they want to make that you know but um yeah you know i and the thing that also someone said on uh twitter on facebook they was like well i hope i said uh they were like they will announce who the crossover person is this sunday and i was like well they told us someone from fear the walking dead will be going on to the walking dead which is what i thought right and then she was like well i hope it's the other way and i was like well that's what they said but this show has known to try to pull the okie doke we know more than any other show walking dead they're so in tune with the audience and so in tune with the, the blogs and the media trying to spoil shit they will flip something on you they will purposely lie to you so you will be shot yeah we'll purposely lie to you right they will be like glenn is dead nah he's not really dead uh now he's gonna die but no he's not gonna die like they'll do shit like that uh purposely so yeah it kind of made um how that worked you know made sense to me but yeah fear the walking dead is a prequel so i'm assuming that period of time my guess is the period of time between morgan um with rick and his son and wife getting killed to clear morgan is probably what we'll see that's my guess you'll probably see uh up uh up to that particular uh point uh and if they continue fear it's gonna be a time where they're actually gonna get caught up like like possibly but we don't know that right we don't they move so different with time frame they They move faster and it's also closer to the z-pod start so yeah, like the beginning like, beginning part yeah right? like walking dead the regular show does a lot of like this is winter this is fall this is spring this is summer they do a lot of that and they they move a little bit faster and they're now so far ahead you know they've taken some some long like journeys and shit yeah like years, this doesn't years. feel like that like mm-hmm. fear the walking dead yeah. is much more we might be a year like into it maybe that, that would say it's six months at the most yeah like, like it's much more like this all happened within 10 days and and you know and as the episodes counts gets longer where they now are getting 16 episodes a season i think it starts moving a little bit like more spread out but in general it's pretty fast show so 
I don't think they're very far into the Z Pac uh, no. compared to the you know Walking Dead. I still think it's really fresh. We got a couple emails. Greg writes in, "Hey, Rod, Karen, and guests, happy late Thanksgiving to you all. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about this week's episode of Walking Dead because it seems like this season has more questions than actual answers." one isn't it great to finally get michonne back from wakanda i know she'd much rather be here be there yeah uh that's funny because i saw people complain about not having enough to not but i'm like well she it's either this or she can go film wakanda film black panther and avengers pick a side because we be wanting our black people to be shining and be everywhere but this is the cost of that which is you know and i love that the show actually made an adjustment for a black actress they clearly prepare for it if you think about it but they actually made a adjustment for a mainstream top leading black actress on the show to be like okay it's cool we'll figure something out to write around it and we know we're not gonna kill you off we know we're not marvel dog go make that money right and even in this episode i love how rick referenced sasha dying to start this whole fight against negan you know who's now you know on that star trek so she 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 up in space somewhere uh two but uh he says uh number two the helicopter do we think the junkyard crew owns that helicopter when rick was standing on that mountain of trash when we first met alice from resident evil and junkyard band there was a helipad in the background i never even noticed that uh maybe they got somebody over there that can fly a helicopter although you know i don't know uh three maggie has to be at least 13 months pregnant and not showing are we supposed to think the baby crew found a compound uh founded the compound will uh the crew founded the compound will become hers after she possibly loses her own i don't know i don't know that 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 i don't know how pregnant maggie's supposed to be and how much time is supposed to have passed nobody told us judith had is growing like i saw judith uh Woo, that baby got big she got out of a car with an i voted spit sticker on it and took a it was like i just came from the abc store took a selfie uh in four in two weeks we've had rick completely destroy a gatling gun by purposely blowing it up and then this week rosita wasted a grenade launcher on one person where's the gun control laws in the z-pot ain't none ain't nope none on a serious note though what up with jadis drawing that circled a on the crate rick was in we saw that happen with daryl last season when they locked him up and again back in terminus could it all be connected like i said i legitimately don't think I, it's connected yeah, yeah i think i it's think gonna, it's some cute shit the show is doing to wink at us yeah, like they're gonna be like the, the 45 things that the walking dead have in common you be like hmm, fuck. yeah i feel like if we google an article right now is a what does a mean in the walking dead and i don't give a fuck about it i really wish they would stop cut that shit out right um all right finally i can't be the only one who thought we'd see abraham be on the fear of the walking dead but morgan so he went from atlanta to possibly texas then to virginia or maybe he was in the helicopter that rick saw was he tired of jesus shit and flew away much love Greg. <laughs> yeah and that's the other thing too it feels like they randomly almost randomly picked which actor was gonna get to do it probably just to keep people from guessing because i think abe kind of made the most sense but then if you have abe maybe they're like well then what, what about rosita what about you know also the shows are so different to me so different it's gonna be weird because we really don't have like an a like an a type character can fit on the walking dead but fear the walking dead doesn't have those type of scenes where it's like my background story is my wife died and i let my kids get eaten and i like we haven't had that yet that and i know this might sound weird 
but walking dead is full-fledged comic booky mm-hmm. fear ain't quite comic right booky. if that makes sense like yeah it's comic booky because you did it with zombies but but they, no no you're they, right they never settle in reality they than, never have a junk to cons on fear they never have a walking tiger yeah like like and that's what i like about walking dead I, right unfortunately i feel like it started kind of quote-unquote real to a lot of people and then as it got more comic booky and more like the comic book people have started to fall out because they realize i don't actually like this idea and i don't like comics and this is never gonna go away like it's a you know so i think people kind of like where if it was another show they'd be like oh my god ice dragon you know but with this being the show it's like a fucking tiger i'm out you know so i think it's it's, yeah, but it's we, a little bit different for this show they have different standards correct as evidenced by the by the you know obviously by the um the ratings as well you know not not that i'm saying the writing is the greatest but people shitted on the writings of great game of thrones last season hard super hard they were calling everything plot holes they was like i don't like the time of this why things just being too convenient and at the same time the ratings were fine ratings were great so the ratings are going down on this i think you know it's kind of the genre almost like really for there's never gonna be a cure this shit's gonna go on forever right. i don't care about all these groups da, 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 da. so uh but at any rate um it'll be interesting to see how because also lenny is just such a great actor like mm-hmm. if i get more of him i'm cool with whatever the fuck they decide Me but too. you know it, it, i think he's and he's probably gonna have to go in the vault and find like clear morgan a little bit more and we'll see how he fits in um anyway walking dead feedback from eve who says hi rod and karen just when i think gregory can't possibly be a bigger piece of shit he outdoes himself that motherfucker needs to go you know his favorite hobby before the z-pop was calling the police on black kids walking down the street <laughs> i know he was he needs a bullet in the damn face yes i could just see gregory before the z-pop being like hello it's me again they're out there again like um mister you you got to stop calling the they're walking pop. down Don't- the street they got on, backpacks on your neighbors these are kids coming out off away from school sir they get they, i think they're in a gang they got off a yellow we, bus together we, and they all got backpacks we, on with door to exploring cartoons we, we are not coming back out there again sir it's a cartoon game hey you kids stop oh i think they saw me i think they saw me sir, i need y'all to get your neighbors uh speaking of other people who need a bullet to their face they need to kill jared off and soon because he's way too disrespectful to be someone's prisoner you know he's just waiting for his opportunity to break free and kill someone if he does end up killing some anyone i hope it's gregory yeah i can see him finding a rock and smashing gregory's head in uh i can't tell if they're trying to redeem eugene or not but fuck him <laughs> you can shove those pickles up his candy ass agreed i think rick made a mistake going to the junk cons alone now jay this is going to use him as a sex slave Ooh, eve yeah i did think when i saw him naked was like she did say she want to fuck him and you know she crazy crazy enough to try to do it uh all right guys thank you so much for uh watching the show live and for listening to our recaps we appreciate y'all we we'll be back uh next week with a whole slate of new stuff to talk about premium people i will be doing uh balls deep friday morning i will probably will probably be doing um the nerd off friday afternoon and uh i will talk to bossy and find out when we're gonna do this too much um which i think was the fall season finale i think 
um not 100 sure but i have to check but we're getting close to it whatever it is so uh all right guys until then uh i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>